0: Hey everyone, my name is Adam Barfoot, and I'd like to welcome you to episode three of Counseling and Functional Fitness. In this episode, I'll be answering the question What is functional fitness? So in episode one, I gave you all an introduction into the reasons why I started this podcast and I gave a background about myself also in that episode. And then in episode two, I answered the question, what is counseling? If you haven't listened to those episodes yet, I encourage you to listen to those and they'll give you more of a background. So every episode I'm doing in this podcast is building on previous episodes. And as a disclaimer, during this podcast, I am speaking for myself and my own views, and I am not speaking for any counseling organization or any of my employers. And given those things about the first two episodes, during this episode, I'll be answering the question of what is functional fitness with some general aspects of functional fitness and my views on what functional fitness is, the benefits of doing functional fitness, and some side notes also. So functional fitness means that the things we do inside the gym transfer outside of the gym and into everyday life. So any given day outside of the gym, we could be doing some basic movements that we focus on in functional fitness, such as the squat, lunge, push, pull, hinge, and then walking and running also. And flexibility and strength are also things that we focus on in functional fitness that we need for life outside of the gym in everyday life also. So to put flexibility and strength into different terms, flexibility is mobility and strength is weightlifting. So when we think of weightlifting, basically weightlifting is and strength is the ability to move external loads well. And that means moving something in addition to moving our body. And then in functional fitness, also we learn gymnastics which means moving our bodies without without an external load or bearing any weight besides our body weight and so thinking further about flexibility and strength. So say, ah, shoot, I dropped something on the floor. I have to bend down to pick that up. So if I bend down near my feet, that's flexibility or mobility needed to be able to get whatever that is off the floor. And then think of picking anything up off the ground as weightlifting, namely a deadlift, or when we pick something up and put it on our shoulder, that's a clean in weightlifting. And then Putting that thing from our shoulder to overhead is a jerk or a press. And going back to those functional movements that we do in functional fitness that transfer into everyday life. When we think of a squat, so the that functional movement pattern of a squat, we're sitting down and we're standing back up. So say you posted a video from the gym of you doing a heavy back squat and you hear someone say, ah, I could never do what you do at the gym. I haven't squatted in years. So let's look at and let's think about how many times is that person sitting down and standing back up from their desk or the couch or whatever they're sitting down on and standing back up. And that's a way to answer and look at how many squats that person does in their daily life and so kind of zooming out from the squat and looking at functional fitness as a whole, we want to improve in the gym, not just to get better in the gym, but we want to improve in the gym in order to get better at everyday life. So functional fitness means that we train in order to be prepared for anything that life throws at us. We're not just getting strong to get strong, but we're working to get strong so that we're capable of handling whatever challenge that life presents to us. And whatever challenges life presents us with, we want to be able to respond to those challenges with strength and the ability to respond to those well. So with... Functional fitness preparing us for any physical challenge that life could present us with any given day. We This is where counseling and functional fitness come together. So with functional fitness, it prepares us for the physical challenges of life. And counseling helps us be able to respond to the mental challenges that come with life and the life occurrences that could happen to us any day. Also in counseling, we work through um, adverse life occurrences and difficult things, not just so that we can say we did and not just to be better in the counseling office, but we work hard in counseling to become better, stronger, more competent humans outside of the counseling office. And bringing it back to this episode's question of what is functional fitness, I got a little into the next episode, which is going to be the laying the foundations of mental health and physical fitness. So again, coming back to this episode's question, what is functional fitness? So when we handle weight in the gym and learn correct technique, we learn how to handle weight outside of the gym in safe and competent ways. And a common term in functional fitness is being a jack of all trades, master of none. So if we want to be prepared for anything that life may throw at us, which we do, then we need to be basically very good at everything rather than incredibly good at one thing and a new point functional fitness is concerned with what your body can do rather than what your body looks like so if you do functional movements especially at high intensity the truth is that you're going to look different than someone who does not exercise and Also, if you eat in a functional way, you're going to look different than someone who only eats for pleasure and enjoyment. And what I mean by eating in a functional way is treating food as fuel. So when we treat food as fuel rather than satisfying the fleeting cravings that we have, our bodies are going to look different. And another quick note about uh, nutrition is when you're wanting to get abs and be able to see your abs, what you need is to have a lower body fat percentage rather than just incorporating more sit-ups to your workouts and still eating what you've been eating. Because if nothing changes, nothing changes. So If you want to look different, you either need to move different and or eat different. And now moving into talking about being a well-rounded athlete in functional fitness. In functional fitness competitions, the athlete that wins is the one that has proven him or herself to be the most comprehensively prepared and most well-rounded athlete. And the best functional fitness competitions test a wide range of aspects of fitness rather than just focusing on strength or endurance or gymnastics or a mix of all the three. They spread out their events across those different aspects. So say out of however many events there are that a functional fitness competition has, there's a strength event and an endurance event. So example of a strength event being a one rep max lift, and then an endurance event being a long run into a long row. So the athlete that scores the best on average across all of the events will win. And looking at scoring best on average across all the events. So a scoring system that some functional fitness competitions use is that first place gets one point and 10th place gets 10 points and so on. So the athlete at the end of the competition with the lowest number of points wins. And having the lowest number of points at the end of the competition means that on average you do better than everyone else across all the events rather than just on one single event. So a person who is incredibly strong but does not have good endurance will not win the competition if they get first in the strength event, then last in that long endurance event, the run and the row, and then toward the back of the pack in the other events. So, you the you would rather be the person who gets third in all of the events, rather than the person who gets first, first, and then tenth, um, and lower of the pack again in other events. And this goes back to being a jack of all trades, master of none. So if you have a movement or style of event that is a major weakness compared to the field of athletes you're competing against, it's going to hurt you in the scoring. So we want to have as few weaknesses as possible and be as well-rounded as possible. And so if we want to have as few weaknesses as possible, it means we can't ignore our weaknesses. So we have to work on our weaknesses if we want to get better at them, and we can't just ignore them and pretend they'll improve without us working on them. And that is everything for this episode of Counseling and Functional Fitness. Before we go, I wanted to give you all a few direct takeaways from this episode. Functional fitness means that the things we do in the gym transfer into everyday life. In functional fitness, we're not just getting fit to be fit, but we want to improve inside the gym in order to get better at everyday life and be prepared for any physical challenge that life presents to us. Functional fitness is concerned with what your body can do rather than what your body looks like. And lastly, do not ignore your weaknesses. Treat every situation, even the difficult ones, as situations to learn from and improve directly because of those, rather than improving in spite of those. And to end this episode, I will leave you all with a quote from the psychologist, Dr. Jordan Peterson. Compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to who someone else is today. Hey everyone, hope you enjoyed the episode. You can follow along with Counseling and Functional Fitness on Facebook and Instagram. You can contact me by emailing fitness at gmail.com or by messaging Counseling and Functional Fitness on Facebook and Instagram. See you next time.